What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Jeroslyn, the managing editor at Hollywood Unlocked. And it's your boy, Giovanni Watson, with the green eyes. Hold on. Okay, and we're back. I was sitting in church. I'm telling you, when the pastor was preaching, I looked at Lee, and I said, they talking about Jeroslyn. <laughs> you needed to be there, because it really oh, is. what they saying? Well, I'm just saying, you know, one thing I've learned is that even though I'm not, you know, the young aspiring or the starting, I, I was there before. Mm. And I know the work that I put in to get to where I am. And I know how locked into where I'm going to the extent that I don't care who you are. You cannot tell, you can't alter me from my destination. But what the preacher talked about was how important the alignment is between the person who has the vision and the people that are building it with them. Yeah. And that was, that was the critical takeaway I took because I'm quick to see stuff in people or if you've been loyal to me, you, I'm going to be loyal to you. But, you know, alignment is really important. Right. You can't get in the car and feel like you have a destination to get somewhere, but want to tell the driver the directions to go when they got the GPS, right? Mm-hmm. right. you know, but it, there, there has to be a balance where, you know, everybody's participating, but you know, the, the mentor mentee relationship is really important. And I'm, and I know that I was humble enough to be mentored when I finally allowed myself to be mentored because I had fought so hard to find the one I could trust. Yeah. And I mean, even just to your point, it was definitely like a journey for me when I came out here. And at first, like, I think just in general, someone getting to know Jason, it's a journey. So I wouldn't misinterpret a lot of things. And I would say over the course, it's going on a year. Mm-hmm. And um, once I removed like my own personal ego, which is a, a killer um, and your own personal feelings. And you just look at the the overall bigger vision and at times put yourself in the other person's shoes. I really felt like I started to understand you more and just the mission more of, of the brand. And when I started doing that, I felt like my attitude got better and everything's just kind of started to come together more for us full circle. People see the work and go, Oh, that's amazing work. Or we love that show or that interview was amazing, but you don't know what it took to get to there. Right. You don't know what it what it takes to keep the lights on. You don't know what it takes to keep people reinvesting in your vision. You don't know what it takes to sacrifice the people you love. You know, my family, when I go home, I have to schedule a day and an, and an event to see everybody. If you don't come there and you don't, you won't see me. Mm-hmm. I don't do the house hopping. I, I don't do that. I ain't laying up. I don't stay in nobody's. I stay in a hotel. And I, uh, and I go home. I guess I, I got to stay at my grandma's house. That's what keeps me me. Yeah, but you know. I'm at a point now to where I'm really into preserving my space and energy. Like I want to be able to wake up when I want to wake up, not be woken up by kids or family. I don't, I'm not into that. I love that type of shit. Yeah. That's what keeps me. And it works for, and it works for some people, you know, I've just, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a different place right now. And that's the other thing, you know, going to church, you know, this past week, um, and just realizing the, just, the journey is so much that you can become so you just forget like, damn, I've come a long way as a person, as a, as an entrepreneur, as whatever. And you know, that whole saying stop and smell the roses is really real. Like if you don't, I've looked up like we're almost on at three years. We're almost at our three year birthday here at Hollywood Unlocked. This is a show we've been doing for a couple of years now. And uh, I was looking over some of our footage. I'm like, we've had some amazing moments. Yes, we have, you know, that is just, I don't know. It's remarkable. So, here we are. So let's uh, let's get into some hot topics. And so, Jerazan, what's going on? You know what everybody's talking about right now. Nikki versus Safari. So uh, Nikki dropped her Queen album on Friday. And everybody's talking about it. And um, there's one particular song called... Um, 
come see about me. Come see about me. And they're saying, you know, fans were telling, the Barb's was telling Safari to go listen to the song. He goes listen to the song and then he releases a tweet like, damn, she got me crying like a bitch. <laughs> so so fast, fast forward to what? Yesterday, she does an interview, hashes things out with Funk Flex. And, but then she's kind of like opening up and saying that's during their relationship, Safari was basically living off of her. He didn't want to get a job. Um, his parents, his family was criticizing her for pursuing a rap career. And we all know where things lead. They broke up. And so now Safari just took to Twitter and it's kind of just turned into this back and forth war words between these two former lovers. And, um, it got ugly to where Nikki revealed that she paid to get his hairline. <laughs> she paid to get his hairline done. And, um, Safari's like, no, she didn't pay to get it done. Well, me and Tiger went to the same doctor. It's like really messy now. So, well, let me first start by saying that, and I'm going to preface what I'm going to say with, I love Nicki Minaj's artistry. Um, I love her as an artist. And I think that she's, she came into the rap game at a time where, you know, the women in rap had kind of disappeared. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, you had, Queen Latifah, MC Light, Moni Love, Lady of Rage, uh, Foxy Brown, Little Kim, Missy Elliott, Salt and Pepper. I mean, the, the list of them. Mm. And if you think about it, during the era of Nicki, era of Nicki Minaj, there was only one. Yeah. And Queen Latifah did an interview at Hot 97, and she basically said that's because the industry only allowed one. Mm. They only played one. They only promoted one. It was a Nicki world. They created Nicki world. Well... Now we live in a Cardi world. Mm. Cardi B came out of in, came out of nowhere, extremely relatable. She, I think, tapped into the pulse of what women wanted to hear at the time. She gave music that men could bop their head to. And none of us knew what the fuck a Bodak Yellow was, but we <laughs> sang it and rapped it and performed it, and we loved it. We loved our red bottom. So here we are. I said, if, if Nicki Minaj don't come out with a hit album, she's fucked. And she dropped Queen after a couple delays. And it's a great album. I love the album. I listen to every single song. Now, I won't lie. It's not an album that I can listen to all the way straight through like I can Cardi. Right. Cardi's is one that you can push play and let every song play. You can go You can go to the, the carnival in Brazil. You can be over with uh, I Like It Like That. You can go to the Bodak Yellow at the strip club. It has a variety. Be careful. There's so many different varieties of um, sounds and experiences in that album. That I personally like. And I'm speaking personally. Now, when you listen to Nicki's album, Ganja Burn, love that song. Bad, love that song. Definitely going to be in the top 40. And it's definitely going to be an internet. I mean, a, a mainstream hit because Ariana's on it. And Nicki, it was a great song. But there's so much sneak dissing in the album mm -hmm. that I don't understand why. Or at least the perception that it's sneak dissing. That it's just like it seems like Nicki's mad. you know. And these interviews yeah. are not helping. The Funk Flex interview where she went after Safari and she, then she went after everybody on Love and Hip Hop, basically saying you're taking those VH1 checks, basically saying that they're not nothing. Now you got all VH1 stars pissed and they're all coming <laughs> after you, but you on Black Ink, may I digress. Oh, wow. I And I hate the fucking Barbies. I think these are not, and I'm not talking about all her fans. I'm talking about the, the, the pathetic motherfuckers sitting around these goddamn accounts that don't have nothing but unicorns in their goddamn emoji chain. All they do is sit online all day long and just attack people like we give a fuck. Let me tell you about this, you Barbie fuckers. <laughs> you repost me, I get followers. You repost me, I get people now looking at my show. You repost me, people then go and follow me. You may follow me and hate me and talk shit every day, but you're still following me. 
And I'm not talking about the fans that love Nicki Minaj. I'm talking about the trolls, the people who hide behind accounts zero that account, have zero photos, zero. It, all that. The only photo on their account is something of Nicki Minaj. Like you have no life. And if you it died, nobody would care. It has to be little teenage. Well, kids. fuck them little teenage <laughs> bastards. Okay. You shouldn't even be on Instagram, bitches. But my point is, is that Nicki has come out and said a few things that she has to acknowledge that there are receipts. Nicki absolutely had people working with blogs. This is before Cardi B was even Cardi B because they used to call me and say, post Nikki. Nikki, can you please post this of Nikki? Can you post that of Nikki? If you do that, Nikki's going to like the image and she may leave a comment and all that. That doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't mean that you like him. My shit don't mean nothing to me. So, so that happened. But now Nikki's out saying that in the Funk Flex interview that people are paying to like or playing to play or whatever, that pay to play or whatever. Let me say this and be very loud and clear about it. We are not on an Atlantic Records payroll. How, have I hit Atlantic Records about us being given a check for all the artists that we talk about over there from Trey Songs to whoever the fuck is on their, their uh, label, including Cardi? Absolutely, because all blogs, all media, all, everything, People Magazine, Breakfast Club, we are all fueled by advertising. So that's what happens. But could somebody call me and say, pay, we're going to give you $10,000 to go on your show and say you like Boont Gang? No. Hmm. Because we are going to go on and say what we like and what we don't like. But we're accused now of being on Atlantic Records payroll. And so what's happening with Nikki and Safari at this point is, to me, it's a, it's a distraction from the fact that Queen's not number one. Mm. Now, it's a good album. So it didn't it debut as number one? Nope. Astro World is at oh. number one. Yes, yeah. it is. That is right. And so... You know, there's probably a lot of hostility and anger around him. And that's why I love Cardi B, because even in the midst of all the sneak dissing and all the drama and the comparisons and this and that, all she's doing is posting her stats, posting her records, posting about her baby. She's unbothered, at least publicly. We all know Cardi loves to troll. (laughs) And I just feel like it's kind of sad because you don't know Nikki's story. We don't know Nikki's story. We don't know what Nikki's going through or what she's been through or whatever. And she is such a phenomenal rapper. But until she lets go of wanting to be the only girl, the yeah. queen, the only girl, you drop queen, but you ain't up, you ain't on the throne, honey. Ooh. What does she debut at? You know, anybody she's know? number two, I think, right now. Yeah, number well, because Travis is number one, um, and so, we're saying number one on iTunes. And, oh, yeah, nice. and that's number one on iTunes. And remember, it still has to be like a full week. It just dropped on Friday, so it hasn't been a full week. Um, I mean, in her defense. Cause I, I don't want to come off as like you know I'm I'm hating. She is the number one lyricist. I, you, I I I can't take that from her. She is nice with the pen, and that's what I got from the interview she did. Was that she's like you know I'm proud of myself. I write my own stuff, and you did get she did talk more about her journey. So but you also know there's an artist out there now saying she stole her entire song and rap style Kara for Simone. a song. Huh? Kiara well, Simone. Yes. That's a lot to me. What you just told me, Gio, that has to be BS. You're, she's talking about dreams. That is Biggie's song. You, How can you take a song that the blueprint hold, hold on, was already on. handed? You can't to get you. mad at Gio because he ain't saying it. The woman online is saying clout chasing. We don't know that, but Nikki could be clout chasing. Well, well there's the, a lot of clout chasing going on uh, in the industry. Okay, well, the girl the, is the, um, the, um, is the artist of my good friend, Emails. Emails did it. So I guess they're saying, and a lot of people in the comments are saying that. That Nikki's taking her whole. All right, swag. let's 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 keep it on what we talking about. We're talking about the fact that there's an artist who's because see, here's the deal: 
There's people that say they wrote Cardi's raps. I'm not, I don't give a fuck who wrote what. <laughs> the issue is, is that when you step out on a show and say, fuck Safari and XYZ or whatever, I'm paraphrasing because everybody in the industry, everybody, these are the words, everybody in the industry knows I write my songs. And then you have somebody come up with a song, same sound, same delivery, same shit, and say, you stole it. Maybe it's cloud chasing, maybe it ain't, but that's their story, right? Yeah. Hold on, let me finish. Let me diagnose Nicki Minaj. The illness that she has right now, in my opinion, is jealousy, fear, and desperation. And when you're diagnosed with those three illnesses, it causes you to act. The side effects are acting erratic, taking shots of people that ain't looking for you, coming for bitches who already got you, and just being all around angry. I saw Karen Civil the other day. I've known Karen Civil for years. I used to own a credit repair company. I fixed Karen Civil's credit. She didn't even speak to me. Why? Because I told the truth. I don't care. I still love Karen Civil. When I see Karen Civil, I'm going to give her a hug if she looks at me. But what, what I've learned is that the truth got people so uncomfortable right now that if you say anything, it means you hate her. If you say anything critical, you're a Cardi B, your head's up Cardi's ass. We all love pop culture. We all love music. Why? We all buy it. Why can't we? We all listen to it. We dance to it. I love Nicki Minaj's album. Why can't I be a critic, though? You can. What she said is that she just doesn't like when it seems like you're coming from a malicious where it's like personal. Like if you if you saying she could have came harder on a song, that's your opinion as a hip hop critic. Fine. Or if you say but she stole it, then she'll say that that's a little personal. That's kind of what she no, was but, saying. But if we say another person said she stole it. Right. Sources say. <laughs> true mm. however I, I remember a day when i said no you go ahead finish your thought. oh just in her defense dreams back to that because that's the song that kiera leone correct kiera kiera simone, kiera simone. Mm. Nicki minaj originally that's biggie's original song biggie first came out with dreams back in the 90s Nicki minaj for all of the people who've been listening to her for years like myself she did dreams on her 2007 mixtape so her putting it on this album with new rappers it was just her showing her fans, her day one fans, like, I'm still here. Nikki the Ninja is still here. Like, I'm still sick with the pen. So for someone to say that she took that song in particular is weird, one, because it's Biggie's song. And then two, she did the song 11 years ago. She just updated it with new rappers. Mm. So that's where I would say that. That's what I'm saying. You got to really have your, you got to have your facts. And because some people are really out here clout chasing because people were saying the same thing when Cardi's album came out. Oh, she stole this from me. Remember the whole thing with... Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to interview that girl and put it in her own words. Reach out to her. <laughs> that's a okay, phone call and here's what I would say to the Barbies, to all you little pathetic piece of fuck shits. <laughs> I'm, I know that Nicki Minaj is looking down from Cardi's throne at this show and saying, this show is beneath me. I don't need to even acknowledge it. That's fine. Other people have done that too. But here's what I would say. Car Nikki, you are invited to come on this show. Please. So all the all the fans that are listening right now, I know you guys hit up her fiance of eleven years <laughs> and told him what I said. Thanks go to, to go, <laughs> go to Nikki Minaj's page. And I don't care if Nikki doesn't come on the show. I don't give a fuck. I ain't sucking her dick. I'm just going to invite her to come on the show and talk. But let me say this. So people don't say, oh, if she does come, you're going to be kissing her ass. I will be excited for Nicki Minaj to come here. She's a phenomenal rapper. She is probably the best lyricist in the game right now, female lyricist in the game. If she, yes. ain't, if she ain't still in 
other people's shit. Um, she's respected in the business, mm -hmm. but I think she took her eye off her own ball. You so nervous for Cardi B and so caught up in what everybody's saying about Cardi B mm -hmm. that you taking your eye off your ball. Yeah. She came back with an album that delivered exactly what it should have delivered. Good music. She might've been vulnerable from, you know, Remy set it up, you know, like Cardi wasn't coming in trying to take nobody's spot. Cardi was just like, I'm just trying to. Eat, get Eat, this bag. You feel me? But what happened was when Bodak Yellow blew up, it was right at the same time of Sheether. She the whole it, it, it was goes right back further than that. I'm gonna mm. give respect to the one who holds the crown, Little Kim. Mm. I remember when Little Kim dropped right. the hardcore album. I right. rem remember if you pay attention to my story, I knew Queen Latifah. When I say the way I am with Floyd now on the phone all the time and hanging out, that was me and Queen Latifah. Mm. So I was around the era of MC Light, Moni Love, Lady of Rage. I used to, I wasn't dating them, but I was talking to Danny Boy from Death Row Records. So I was up there at Death Row. Damn, so I saw Boy, Lady of Rage and, you know, all of that. And I remember, I remember going to a summer jam where every single artist that I just told you, every female, was performing on the same stage. Mm. Not together, but... You'll never see that today. But you can't see it they today. They did it. No, but no, they did it, but not everybody Minus was on Nikki. there. Minus Nikki. Nikki was the only one out there. So Nikki has dug the hole and built her grave. Now lay in it while these bitches bury you. No. Now, I don't even know. Listen, I don't even know what other female artists right now besides Cardi is a major threat. Because Remy right. Mom messaged me the other day and she thinks that our followers don't like her. And I will say, I love Remy. She looks amazing. I love Remy. Yeah. She came out of prison on, got back to where she wasn't, I think bigger than she was bigger before she went. She was. Her man was waiting for her. She's pregnant. She's looks great. She's lost a lot of weight and whatever. I mean, kudos to her. But I think all these girls are looking at each other. Yeah, that's really what it is. Because even when the whole thing happened, when uh, on Cardi's album, the song with YG, she bad, and then Cash Doll comes out like saying the verse that she had on the song. It's like, girl, if it was YG's song, he could bring it to whoever he wants to bring mm -hmm. it to. But like you said, they're all sizing each other up. When one of them comes out with a hit and it's getting the shine, the other ones are like, what? You know, and I like it. It's hip hop. It's supposed to be competitive. But just don't take it personal. Don't go on a radio show crying like, oh, she should have said she was happy that she was on a song with me. Because that's that's honestly where what you were saying when people started looking at Nikki like, girl, are you serious? Well, everybody who's great has created and will leave a blueprint. Mm -hmm. Floyd Mayweather in boxing, Mary J. Blige in R&B. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, Mike Tyson, Diddy, Muhammad Ali. Every great has left a blueprint for people who want to be them or aspire to be the best in that lane will study, right? Nicki Minaj came out basically launching her career off the blueprint of Little Kim. Now, her rap could have been a little bit more Foxy Brown yeah. or whatever, but her from album from covers yeah, of the, the hardcore cover. album, right. she redid that. Right. Yeah. Chun Lee, there's an image out there of Nilo Kim in the same exact outlook. You know, we all look at the past and want to be or emulate or be as better. Just own it and say, give credit. And I mean, I mean, I think in the earlier years she did, she did, but Little Kim shaded her. And then that's when that's and so that's story. that's how it that like I don't want to blame Nikki for that because I can remember that Nikki came out saying and like I admired you. And it was kind of like she didn't get a warm embrace. But it's, ain't it karma? But wait a minute. Well, what happens a couple of years later? You crying? Because Cardi didn't give you a Right. And then a couple of years later, Nikki's afraid for her fucking career. Mm. Karma, honey, ain't a one-way street. To close this out. Wait, 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 wait. 
because somebody <laughs> listening right now is going, mm-hmm. karma's not a one-way street. You think when you do something to get somebody that you want, guess what? You getting them, got somebody coming to get you. Because God don't like that type of energy. If you believe that you lead with love, then you know what you say? Okay, girl, well, I still love you. You think Beyonce is going to come out and say something about another bitch? No. These bitches come for her and she don't even put captions in her photos. She's too busy. (laughs) She's too busy sitting and dusting the throne. Right. All right. So, you know, I've been using stamps.com to mail out all our packages at Hollywood Unlocked. And I will tell you, I haven't been, I haven't had anything returned. That's good. I mean, they've been getting their packages. I mean, listen, ain't nothing like giving a good package, right? So, um, yeah, I've been mailing my stuff using stamps.com as an entrepreneur. I tell all my friends and all my followers to rake it up. I just wanted to say that. That's <laughs> but anyway, I want to tell you all, if you have a business or not, or if you just mail things and don't want to go to the post office, you can do it from your own home. All you have to do is go to stamps.com and get into it. So do you use stamps.com? Yet? Yes, I do. You know, with stamps.com, you can access all the amazing services at the post office right from your desk 24-7 when it's convenient for you. And so I'm recommending that everybody go there now and at least just check it out because it's you're not going to lose anything. <laughs> so right now what you can do is uh, you can use Unlocked as the special offer. Um, it includes up to $55 free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. So you get to try for four weeks. You get a scale that you get to use mm-hmm. for the mail and $55 <laughs> of free postage. So go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word unlocked. And that's it. That. Stamps.com and use unlocked. Let's go. So I look at Nikki like, Nikki, you are Nikki fucking Minaj. Somebody around, the bitches that are around her. I ain't saying no names. I'm just saying the bitches that are around her, and I ain't saying just bitches is female. Whoever is around her ain't shaking her and saying, bitch, you're Nicki Minaj. You didn't even need to respond. Wait, you're Nicki Minaj. Mm. You fucking dropped an album that the ganja burns is my shit. I love the album. Why are you so focused on Safari right. and his hairline? <laughs> <laughs> And mind you, I mean, I don't know the truth about him not getting a job, but he was writing some of her, a lot of her music. Even if he was what? carrying your bags, he earned a seat at your table. You let him eat. Right. So mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. You know, when I first became friends with Floyd, he had he had a lot of people around him that were saying and doing things that I felt were not positive. And I watched him dig himself out of where he was to get back personally where he is now in a really good space. I know how it is to be with celebrities and get drunk off the kool-aid what i love about you guys even on my team is when i do shit that you know is a little left y'all be like um we gonna do that <laughs> we gonna write that yeah we, you know and sometimes you have the have to have those hard right. conversations right. but somehow some people around here ain't shaking her and reminding her who she is right i, I do hear she does have, from what sources are saying you know uh she does have a lot of control you know, of even her final products with her videos and everything. Cause I, I was talking to someone who's close to her and I was like, dang, yo, when she did the, um, the Barbie Tings video, like she should have shot that in Queens, like at a park, she should have been like, I'm, I'm from Queens. So I'm seeing the vision, like, because the beat to me, she said it on, in the interview that she was thinking of salt and pepper. I'm like, you did that right. When Roxanne Shantae's movie came out, who's also from Queens. Mm-hmm. And that's, I thought you were paying homage to her, but I guess not. And I thought I felt like that's the vibe she should have went with with the video. That's where I was I was thinking of it. But the video is just a, a white, all white room. I'm cute. I'm pretty. 
I might do a little dance move and it's mm-hmm. like, come on, yo, we want to really see you be that girl from Southside. You know, you don't, it's, and they're like, oh, why does she have to be hood? Why does she have to be ghetto listen, to relate? Listen, she doesn't have to. We're not even having the conversation about creativity. Mm. The issue that I have is I could be on here right now saying, why the shade room do this? Right. Why baller alert do that? Why Jasmine Brand do this? I know Perez Hilton didn't just do that. Mm. Or why didn't, you know, when we're in the comments, we have a group text with all the people who run our social and our content. We have multiple channels of multiple people in different parts of the country, whatever. And I always remind them of staying on our ball. Keep your eyes on our ball. Focus on our audience. Focus on our money. Don't chase other people's shit. They steal our shit. We some people steals our steal our shit. We look at them and we go, "That's cute," because flattery. That's flattering to me, you know. But like, I'll, I'm gonna shout out my girl Robin who owns Baller Alert. You don't never see her mm. unless you go somewhere. But Robin and I text all the time, and she's quick to say, "Yo, that show you got Hollywood Unlocked, Uncensored. Y'all are fucking killing it. Y'all are which your interview. That's what you do. Stay in that because you, you know, it's no threat. We I know her number. She know my numbers. You know, I can look at them and say, well, I got the biggest YouTube following. You can look at me and say, you got the biggest Instagram following. But it doesn't matter because we're all a part of the same culture. But in order for us to move everybody the same way, we got to work together. Like me and Vlad and the guy who owns Hip Hop DX, we all sat down and broke bread at Boa. And we were just talking, sharing stories. Hey, you been sued yet? Have you been sued yet? I'm like, I ain't been sued. Well, shit, I'm being sued now. But, you know, the bottom line is you have to be able to appreciate the people who paved the way to get you there. And I think where Nicki is failing, and I'm not even saying this for being a hater, because again, I'm going to say, I love Nicki Minaj. She's beautiful. She, Her mother's beautiful. Yeah. But look how the universe is rewarding her. Your mom is out talking about your brother fucking little kids during the week of your album dropping. Look how the universe is working. Y'all, this is bigger than me. This this little radio show ain't going to penetrate nothing. Pause. Uh, really <laughs> in her movement. But look. You attacking your ex who's on VH1 the same week you on VH1? Mm. You Your album is number two to a nigga who's just had a baby by the Kardashians who are famously your friends or whatever. I don't, know, I don't know why the universe is rewarding you. But meanwhile, you got people around you talking about, oh, yeah, yeah, you doing this, you doing that. You think we live in a world where women uniting with one another is not bigger than your album? So why would you not embrace it? Let me tell you what Cardi should have did. I mean, I'm sorry, Nikki should have did. Nikki should have called Cardi and said, bitch, yeah, I did it. I've sneak dissed you. I've hated. You've hated. We both have something to say. Bitch, let's do this song together for the culture. Not your baby, mm. but for the culture. Fuck right. Migos. We don't need no niggas on it. Let's just do me, you, and 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 let's bring some young bitches up. Let's the four of us. Let, let's go get Asian doll, China doll, it's Barbie right. doll. Ladies night, new age. And let's do ladies night, you age. Or let's go, me and you do something and then bring out the queens of hip hop. Or me, you, and Kim. Let's the three. You know why? You know why? Because she ain't humble. And you know what? The lack of humility is the reason why the universe is working the way it is. Now, she going to watch this or somebody going to send her a clip and she's going to say, fuck that little nigga. May even call me a faggot. I even saw a video of her saying faggots in a rap. I ain't put that out. You ain't talking about me. (laughs) Shit. No, you ain't talking about me. But the bottom line is, People are going to watch this and say, Jason hates Nicki Minaj. He hates women. He hates this. He hates that. Atlanta Records is paying him. He loves Cardi. He's a, you can say whatever you want. I'm telling you from God, from here to God, I love Nicki Minaj. I love Cardi B. I know Cardi B. 
I don't know Nicki Minaj. I know Lil' Kim. But there are tweets out there from 2012 where I criticized Lil' Kim. And I said, quit fucking hating on Nicki Minaj. Because as a fan sitting back, it looked like that's what she was. Mm -hmm. Then when I met Nicki Minaj, I was like, list the queen because she's new, fresh, this, that, whatever. Then when I saw how she was dissing Lil' Kim, I was like, yo, you tripping. Then when I saw Cardi B come up, my perspective as a fan has evolved over the years. My getting to know Lil' Kim and Cardi B personally from being a fan has changed my perspective in some ways. But now having sat back and looking at them all, not be able to play in the same playground together and see who's the kid, the big bully stealing all the balls, <laughs> it's Nicki Minaj. So that's my opinion. Now, if Nicki wants to come on here or sit down one-on-one, I would, lo- I would, be, I would be, put my hand to God and say, God, thank you for blessing me with being able to interview a rap icon. But I'm going to also tell her to her face, you seem like a fucking hater. You seem like a fucking hater who lays in a bed of roses and thrives off of these faceless fucking demons you call Barbies who right. who make you believe all the little sneak diss and the shit you're doing is real shit. That's just what I believe. Now, I love her. She's beautiful. She's going to still be richer than me for now. Um, but, but she needs to reach out to Cardi and Lil' Kim for the culture. Just for the culture. And say, let's do this fucking record. And decent album. I know you said you love the album. I like the album. I'm I'm a I'm a full judge. It's 19 songs, so I gotta think like, okay, out of 19, if I only really like a strong five or six, I can't say I love the album because I don't. I like the, I, I like the album, and that's just my honest opinion. Um, I I think that some of the songs could have been swapped out. Um, for you know maybe some more bangers, just because that's me. I like to twerk. <laughs> um. But um, it was still it, it was it's the best album she's 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 done. And from what someone told me, it said, this is probably the best Nicki album you're going to get. And I was like, OK, well, you know what? I take it because I love female hip hop. I love female rappers. And again, like I said, she's the top lyricist. Her pen game is sick. She always comes with bars. So I got to give her that. There we go. And I and again, going back to the album. I love the album that you can feel. Biggie in it, you can hear the song with her, her and Ariana, and and you can hear that that's going to penetrate mainstream radio for sure. Um, I was just on set yesterday with Jason Derulo. She has a song coming out with him, and, uh, and what's the nigga name? Um, what's the big DJ's name? The one uh, Getta, Getta. David Getta. David Getta. Jason Derulo and Nicki Minaj. It's an international hit. It's a huge song. It's going to be a huge song. It's beautiful. The visuals, everything's going to be great. I guess what I'm trying to say is the album is amazing, but I can't even enjoy it anymore because I'm so focused on paying attention to who's fighting with who. You know, when you invite who you believe the baddest bitches in the game, Kim Kardashian, Winnie Harlow and all them to your little studio, a little re- re- listening party, whatever, but you don't reach down and throw a media brunch, social influencer media brunch to bring everybody in to listen and play it. Go around and let people pass the mic and tell you what they think about. I remember when Busta Rhymes fucking went to, uh, I forgot the name of this place, but it was a food place here in the Valley. And him and Dr. Dre got up there and introduced his album and he performed every fucking song for the, for the media and for influencers. Yeah. And I mean, it was an amazing album. But the experience of what we all went away talking about was how he reached down to touch people. You can't be the queen on the throne. She didn't have throne. a listening party, damn. She, no. did. she did. She did, but she only invited... DJs. No. Well, she invited. I mean, I don't know everybody that was invited. Everybody in the room was like Kim Kardashian, Lauren London, oh. Ryan. I don't even know if Ryan Destiny was there, but Seven Streeter. Yeah, like a lot of the influencers. The, the influencer girls. But 
That's not it. The yeah. reason why Cardi is relatable is because she, she's inclusive of everybody. You know, little Kim, I think she's a little bit more removed than she should be. I think she should be more touchable. Right. You know, but again, I don't know what's in her head. You know, I love Kim. Um, she ain't called me back, but I love her. And I think that Kim in many ways wants to be uh, vindicated. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. validated. Yeah. We live in a new era, but stop seeking vindication and validation and just seek good music good music and authenticity if you let take one thing from cardi take that fact that she's authentic and that's what people fell in love with it's her being real and nikki can't be out here attacking people for paying to play when you got people calling people to put you on their shit i mean i don't know if you were working for me have i ever sent you something say so-and-so told me to put the stuff for nikki no okay i just send you stuff <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like I had to come to a point where I had to say, look, Nikki ain't giving me a bag. Nikki's not even following Hollywood online. Why do you keep sending me shit to post about Nikki? I don't want to talk about Nikki like that. I don't give a fuck if it is an exclusive photo for Nikki. Nikki and I don't have a relationship. As a fan, I'm still going to download her music. Mm-hmm. But in terms of who I'm going to talk about, it's the people that I like and the people that like us. And with the pay for play, it's weird because in today's day and age, like, yeah, we still listen to radio, but most of us stream music. And with the streaming music, you can't pay to be at the top of the playlist. It's really based on the algorithm of how many people are streaming it. And everybody was listening to all the songs from Invasion of Privacy. They stayed on top of, you know, like Spotify's Rap Caviar playlist. Like, you can't pay for that. Like, this is literally what the people want. No payola over there. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, but moving on. To- so, 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 Nikki, <laughs> you're welcome anytime. Nikki, thank you for releasing a decent album. Decent. Go ahead. Okay, uh, Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. Reports are coming out that she's gravely ill. Um, uh, it was said that she was at a hospital in Detroit, but uh, updated report is that she is home resting with uh her family and loved ones but they said that um death direct quote death is imminent meaning you know she's gonna pass away well what do you think are you a fan of Aretha Franklin? of course man uh my mother i used to remember my mother used to always kind of be cleaning around the house listening to some aretha franklin and um and it's just sad man 70 something is still young because my grandmother's in her 80s And it's just unfortunate about this situation. If she does pass on, then you have to worry about the death comes in threes. Like, okay, who's next? Somebody who's better next? check on Patty and 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 Gladys. Dion. Gladys. Well, Dion. All- it's so funny. People. First of all, it's sad that that's happening to Aretha. She is a legend, and love her. We send our prayers out to her, and hopefully, by the time this airs, she's still with us. Yes. But I will say, somebody posted a photo of uh, Patty and it was me. Gladys. <laughs> No. Did you put it on Hollywood Unlocked? Yeah, I put it on Hollywood Unlocked last night. Why? Because they're legends. Why do we forget Wait, but, that? But who, why did we post it? Oh, well, Gladys Knight uploaded it, and I looked at the picture, and I was just like, this is a picture oh. of Queens. But, we, did we, it, but did the caption say, they still here? No. <laughs> I mean, because I didn't even see the I saw the post somewhere, What's and I was that? just like, this is so messy. Mm-hmm. This is why fans attack me. They be on my page. I get caught, I get cussed out every day. <laughs> And anytime I log, anytime I log in and I see tons of likes and tons of follows and comments, I'm like, some we didn't post something that, that pissed somebody off. I get attacked for everything. I know. I feel bad. No, I honestly, genuinely feel bad when you get attacked for 
the things that we post, because we're just posting things for engagement, and they will straight just be like, Jason, why the F would you post this? And I'm like, dang, like, Jason, why do y'all think he got time? I know if I don't get no damn uh, Hot or Not or Smash or Pass uh, post. (laughs) I'm gonna be hot. We post engagement that our fans want to see. No, nobody want to see you. <laughs> Gio, we, you got to just pick a good picture. Maybe the a little a Geo from a couple of years ago. Take one. I'm still. For, I, let me tell you one thing. So Jack. That's right. I still pull an amazing, crazy amount of women. You have no idea. No, that's not. Wait, wait I'm sorry. Be, I'm sorry. Before we move on from our listeners, um, shout out to Aretha Franklin. We pray yes, well wishes sorry. and we hope oh, that yes. you yes. recover. Now let's go back to Gio. Nobody <laughs> is taking that away from you, Gio. But yeah. can I? You, okay, I'll say just on behalf of women, and and not you because you are attractive. But do you know that there's ugly ass, fat ass dudes that bag mad bitches? Yeah. So while you say it, maybe a couple years ago, Gio. That's no, I was exactly. oh, no, 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 I was that was a joke. But yeah. when you saying I bag bitches, it's like every, dudes can bag bitches. Like that's not I bag women. Okay, there you go. Let's you move on to hot topics, please. So let's talk <laughs> about this poor seven year old boy. Oh God, that really. Okay, so we wrote a story. A seven year old boy uh, was attacked by his neighbor who threw nail polish remover on him and set him on fire. Um, there's not much details around that little boy who, who did that, but this, this boy is now in serious, uh, condition. He also breathed in some of the flames. So his internal organs are now affected and the, the mother has started a GoFundMe and, uh, to move, you know, to move them out of that neighborhood. And, um, what happens to the eight year old boy? Like, how do you even, right. That's my, uh, what, what do you, this is crazy to me. Like, what? how do you trial him or what happens? Yeah, I don't even know if you can put him on trial. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a certain, I think, I don't I, I don't know what the age is to be arrested, but, like, where are the parents? Right, where are the parents? I'm not, I don't believe in trying children as adults. Um, oh, why not? Because there's something called mental health, which is probably what caused him to do that. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> I got a story for everything. You do. I used to be a probation officer, you know that. You are, right. Okay, and I worked inside of a juvenile institution. And I remember they assigned me to the maximum security uh, unit. And this kid came in. I forgot his name. But he had just murdered his mom. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you what he did. He threw a party at his house. And with him and his friends, his mom was in a wheelchair. And he was taking care of her and stuff like that. And the mother, and he got tired of taking care of her. So he, he, he brought his friends over, close friends. He threw a party. And they did drugs, and then he hit her in the head with a bat. Then he put tied a plastic bag around her neck. Well, first of all, he sprayed Raid in her mouth to poison her. Then he put a plastic bag around her face to suffocate her. And then he put he tied bricks to her and put her in a jacuzzi and weighed her down so she can be drowned. Then took her out a couple days later after they were done partying and dug a hole and buried her in the backyard. Now that was a kid. How old? 16, 17. He's a little old. But here's my point. He was a minor. Right. Kid right. is anything under 18. So the debate over whether or not you um, can try a child or should try a child as an adult is something that can go on for ages. But right. that motherfucker deserved it. But he, I mean, and he only got 10 years. Oh, that was crazy. part of why I had to leave the legal system because I got into it because I wanted to help at-risk kids. But then I saw this other guy who um, did a home invasion and tied a couple up and robbed him to feed his 
brother because his mom was on drugs he that black kid got like 20 something years mm, in prison right so i right. see i saw it directly how i was a part of this uh, oppressive system but anyway i digress the point is that i don't want to see an eight-year-old go to prison for doing something reckless because at some point you have to ask like where were the parents who was responsible because there's people that take care of these kids but at the same time like this kid that's been burned and i saw the picture it was so sad like it's yeah. really sad it's gonna be bad so i don't know I don't know. It's such a really disgusting story, but prayers to that family and, and to that. Family. I mean, at the end of the day, how did that kid even come up with the idea to do that? So that does take me back to the parents. But you know what? Are oh, you talking about the kid health. that did the burning? Hmm? The kid that did the burning? Yes. Yeah. Well, the kid that killed his parent, the one that I was saying about, you know what he said to me? Voices? No. He was sitting in the day room writing and I'm walking by and he's like, Mr. So-and-so. And he calls me on name. I'm like, yeah. And he said, can you help me? I said, help you what? He said, write a letter. I said, to who? He said, to my grandmother, my mother's mom. And I said, no, I'm not going to help you write a letter to her because you killed her. And he took his pencil and on his paper he wrote, um, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, which was a sentence from that movie where Jack Nicholson was a serial killer where he was killing people. Was oh, wow. it, was that The Shining? Oh, wow. The Shining. So, oh, so you well, know yeah. what I did? He's, he's, so you know what I did? So you know what I did? When nobody was looking, I said, you a little sick motherfucker. And if you do anything that gives me the chance to beat your ass, I'm going to fuck you up. The devil is real, y'all. Yes, he is. And he's working overtime. Yeah. I mean, well, on a more, po not positive, but Sam Smith is receiving backlash for saying he doesn't like Michael Jackson. This queen. Fuck <laughs> you, Sam Smith. He, it was the way he said it. So he was listening to the song, um, Why? Well, human Nature. And he goes, I don't like Michael Jackson, but I like this song. Sam Smith, you just dug yourself a 17-foot deep uh, grave. Now, people, in his defense, people are saying, are we entitled to our opinion? Aren't people entitled to their opinion? Yeah. It's just Some like... Some people would say white people shouldn't sing R&B music. <laughs> exactly. Well... And I love Sam Smith. But you know what's so crazy how receipts work? I swear to God, receipts are crazy. I was at Matt Barnes. Athletes versus cancer pool mm -hmm. party this weekend. And do you know somebody came up to me, a photographer, and she said, can I get your number? Because I know who you are. I said, yes. Yeah. So she took some pictures of me and the cannon and other people. So I'm sending them to you. I said, yeah. She goes, I also got some good gossip for you. I go, well, what you got for me? I swear to God, I'm not lying. She said, I was just at a restaurant the other night and Sam Smith was there and he pulled his dick out and just started pissing in the restaurant. I said, no. White photographer, girl? Mm -hmm. I already know who you're talking about. But I was like, wait a minute. In my mind, I was like, why am I getting this receipt? And how can I even <laughs> talk about this where it makes sense? She probably got and then he camera. starts hating on Michael Jackson. I'm like, damn, here it goes. Uh, <laughs> it's not looking good for you, Sam Smith. I mean, I have heard people that have been in this uh, discussion with people who always come up with the topic. I mean, the, the, the topic of Prince and Michael. And I have, I've have heard people say, oh, I wasn't really a Michael fan. I was more of a Prince fan. Right, That's right, different, right. though. Yeah. That's like That's saying, right. I love Rihanna, but I'm a Beyonce fanatic, right? Okay, you, you're going to still give props, but... And then you had to ask the question, like, or somebody had to ask the question, like, can you have an opinion and say yeah, what your opinion is? Like, Not yeah. these days, because apparently I didn't think Lil' Kim was Lil' Kim on, on Hollywood Unlocked, and they let me fucking have oh. it. What happened? Somebody posted a picture of Lil' Kim, and I looked at that, and I said, this ain't no goddamn Lil' Kim. <laughs> and the second I pulled that, man, it went crazy hell. I showed the picture to about five, six people throughout the day, and nobody knew who the fuck it was until I told them. They was like, What? She looked like True Thompson growing up. Oh. 
Okay, well, we're not going to do that. Oh, we're not going to attack. We don't, okay. Well, Hollywood, no, True Thompson is beautiful. She's Hollywood beautiful in the picture. Uh-uh, we don't attack babies. We're not going to do that. True Thompson is a cute. And every kid evolves. True Thompson is going to be a beautiful baby. Oh, True Thompson's gorgeous. And she's a Kardashian. If she ain't when she gets older, they're going to show her how to do it. So <laughs> shout out to True. But we're not going to do that. Today, you're not entitled to your own opinion. No. We're entitled to our. You are. No, you are, but, you're, but, no, but this you. is a point. Just like you just attacked a baby. No, I did not attack no, a baby. I think he attacked little Ken. Yes. Hold on. He's also he he just said True Thompson's not cute. Basically, no. no he's saying the that, that they her posted. her face just looked like because True Thompson is a gorgeous baby. She has chinky eyes. She has caramel skin. Caramel kind of caramel light because she's white and black. So for little Kim to be resembling True Thompson. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. cool. Well, we'll I'll, let, I'll let you get a pass. But just like on this show, we're going to still use discretion, right? We're going to not talk right. about kids. We're not going to out people. Sam Smith, who some could say is a culture vulture, <laughs> and some who can say is a nigga getting fucked in the ass that people had to accept he's still oh, singing well, love music. Okay. I'm just saying, when he came out, people still fucked with him, even though he was fucking boys. I mean, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So my point is, is that you got to be careful when you start saying shit like that. Can you imagine if Beyonce said, I don't like... Uh, Jackson? No. What's that girl's name that fucked up the national anthem? Fergie. I don't like Fergie. She can't sing. Well, that's bitch a whole different... Bitch couldn't even sing praise to her country. That's a whole different... <laughs> or whatever. If he she didn't say something. it publicly. They were on a boat and so- Adam Lambert... Kind of seemed like it was be a little messy of him to post that video. Well, Russell Wilson action. Because yeah, because it was like clearly Sam Smith was just speaking openly to the friends on the boat, and he was like, "Oh, I don't like Michael Jackson, but I like this song." And Adam <laughs> Lambert posts that video on Instagram. Fuck you, Adam Lambert. Too. Right, messy, mm-hmm. messy. We love it. Thank you, Adam. Keep doing a good job. <laughs> Low key messy, but moving on. Um, Caitlyn Jenner wants to play a Marvel villain yeah geo has had some issues with this um she revealed that she was offered the role uh of superman back in the 70s that went to christopher reeves and she said that she was never interested in the role because it was such a macho man role and that's not who she ever macho back then (laughs) okay so why is your what's your issue with caitlin being a superhero every 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 girl should fight for her dreams All right, let's. All right, you say the biggest next Marvel superhero movie is coming out, and the trailer's playing in a world with blah blah blah. And oh, all this fire and shit, and then Caitlyn fucking Jenner pops up and says, "You're going to die today." And you're well, gonna so, be like, so, somebody somewhere said the same thing when they said a black man should be Black Panther. <sighs> If you saw Caitlyn Jenner as a fucking villain tomorrow, there are some movie, people are you going that, to see there are that some movie? people that cannot see black people in a love role, in a family role, because the perception they have of black families are broken, prison, poor, damaged, angry, deprived, less than. So, what people have to understand is that the homosexual or LGBT movement is. Similar to civil rights. It's the same. I women, get it. women. There's some people that I say it. women can't be in a leading role. Yes, they can. And they're some of the best at it. I'm just saying, we ain't talking about that. We're talking about Caitlyn Jenner playing the villain in the Marvel movie. All love to him. Her. Oh. All love to her if she get it. Okay, but that Freudian slip is one thing. And this is what I said when I posted on Hollywood Unlocked and when I posted on 
my own Instagram when I kissed the guy at Wildin' Out, right? People say, oh, my God, Jason's in love with Bobby Lights. I don't even like Bobby Lights. That ain't my type of nigga. Everybody know ain't my type of nigga. Light skin, okay, but that ain't it. He's not manly enough for me. Like him, but nah, nigga, you're not never going to get in my bed. Not that you're asking, but you couldn't if you did. My point is, is that I put on my Instagram the video of me kissing Bobby, and I said, equality only exists when you replace tolerance with acceptance. So you can't say I tolerate him being transgender because tolerance means I'm accepting that he's that way, she's that way, because it don't affect me. But I won't accept it because it's not a part of my reality. When it is part of reality that transgender people exist. Do we know how well he would have been? What, what if Black Panther was transgender? Laverne Cox. I mean, every time we put Laverne Cox on Hollywood Unlocked, mm, popping and locking and right. leveling up, people are like, I see his penis. Yeah. People are <laughs> yeah, really, people really, are really mean. 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 Because they don't fully accept it yet. They can tolerate it as long as they stay off their Instagram. Right. Stay out their way. Same with black people. They can drink water. They just can't drink in the one I got to drink in. Mm. They can get on the bus. They just can't sit in the seats that we sit in. They can vote, but they, 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 know, they can't vote for the people that run my country. They can vote in Africa where they came from. <laughs> but tolerance and acceptance, two different things. So, Caitlin, get your cape out, bitch. Be the baddest super the- girl that <laughs> you ever been. <laughs> I'm just, I just, <laughs> Caitlin has not shown us anything about good acting ability. And that's why I would say no. Now that I would say, don't want to see no acting. Right. I don't want to see no acting Then again, Caitlin. she acted as Bruce for many years on oh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh my God. <laughs> I try. Anyways, moving on. Um, are you guys checking out um, that Trayvon Martin docuseries? It's actually bad. I haven't. Uh, but yet, but it, I plan on watching it. It's about to stand your well, ground. Let me say, shout out to Trayvon Martin's mother, Sabrina Fulton, for inviting us to the re- release. Did you go? No, because they didn't. Uh, they put you, you on the list. But I told you you were approved. Okay, because they didn't approve me when you said you're approved, but you have to send an email. Nobody responded. I had to go out of town. And it was in Venice But we Beach. were invited. and um, But anyway. So but I no, it was fine. It it's amazing. Like, I mean, of course, every episode pisses me off. But it's powerful. It's it's going to touch on those things. But again, it's really uh, helping putting in perspective this stay in your ground law. Now it's back again. If you can remember, just last month, a white Florida man shot. Uh, he's forty seven years old. He shot a twenty eight year old black man in front of his five year old in son. front of his yeah, three of his kids because mm-hmm. the girlfriend was in the car with the other two kids. Fatally shot him after the the white man was cursing out the girlfriend because they parked in a handicap spot because he was making a quick store run. So the you know Marquise McLaughlin comes out, sees the man uh, uh, ver- uh, verbally attacking his girlfriend, and pushes him to the ground. Mm-hmm. White man turns around, pow, shoots him dead, and now he's using stand your ground. So he just got arrested and charged with. Well, the chief had come out and spoke against it, saying that. Um, he felt like there was no reason to charge him. And then the DA mm-hmm. said, no, there is. So they charged him with manslaughter. And, you know, I was very intimately involved with the Stand Your Ground Law because back in 2012, when I led my own charitable efforts up north in my city of Stockton, I partnered with Trayvon's mother, and uh, Sabrina, for this campaign called One, One Million People United for Change. And that's where I had all the celebrities wearing the Trayvon Martin shirt we designed and we were bringing awareness and just created this whole social movement. But they live in a state where stand your ground, and I think it, it exists in 18 states. I don't know exactly how many states, but stand your ground is in multiple states where if you fear mm-hmm. your life is in jeopardy or fear for your safety, you can kill somebody. Not that there's like, you know, L.A., California, 
Somebody got to be pointing a gun at you for you to do that. And even then, if you have a gun that was concealed, it becomes be a tricky thing. Yeah, it has it, to be exposed. It's just weird because in Florida, it seems that it works to the advantage of white people because when the black woman shot the gun, didn't even shoot her husband. She just shot him after years of domestic abuse. She went to prison. Mm. Well, there was another. I mean, there's countless numbers, right? Where there's a count there was another situation where there was a black boy at a gas station i believe and he was murdered and stand your ground was yep. upheld yep. the problem with that law is that you're leaving the interpretation of what being afraid is and it's really tricky yep. i believe we should all have the right to bear arms and i f- believe we should all feel the build, uh, have the right to protect ourselves i remember once i left a friend's house to go somewhere and i was talking on the phone and i remember walking and this is right here in hollywood down the street from my house mm-hmm. and i remember as I was coming to the corner on the phone, while I was talking to my accountant at the time, I could see two Mexican guys walking up, and they were looking extremely like, mm. like they were going to rob me. That's right. what I that's what I took from it. They were going to rob me, so I take a look and and I said on the phone, "Let me put this phone up. I got to call you right back." And before I could put the phone in my pocket, they rushed around the corner, and one of them pulled out a butterfly knife, and they were they were basically robbing me. But I didn't know what was happening. I thought they were trying to jump me or whatever, because you know in L.A., black and brown is there's racism between blacks and Mexicans, so. Um, I'm in the street fighting these two guys. One of them, the guy with the knife, thank God, was drunk, so he was stumbling, and you know, he, and, you know, he would, and you know, I was swinging him, and he would fall, or and we're fighting in between traffic. This is at one thirty in the afternoon, and I remember that, that we're fighting. I'm fighting these two guys. Finally, it dawned on me that they're trying to take my phone, so I give him, give the guy my phone. But literally, you have to picture it like this: if I hit this one and he falls down, this one's trying to stab me. So I got to run around the cars to prevent myself from getting run over and then come back and hit him to while this one is trying to get me. It was a crazy thing. And this one that didn't have the knife kept saying, stab him, fool, stab him, fool. So in all of that, finally the guys from the car wash come out. I remember Kim Porter drove by and somebody, this old lady had stopped and was holding on her horn so people could be aware of what was happening. Um, um, When the police came, you know what they told me? I said, if I would have had a gun and killed him, what would happen? They said, you probably would have been arrested. Right. What? <laughs> That's right. LA for you, boy. Right. That's California. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They don't even believe in um, um, self defense. The self like that. Nah. And in, in your car, you have to have like your gun in your glove compartment and your clip in the trunk or something. Yeah, that's like, the dumbest shit ever. Insane. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm trying to get me a concealed weapons permit. <laughs> I'm gonna pack something. The other day, I went to that party and they said, "What's in your backpack?" I said, "A pistol." They were like, "What?" I go. Just playing. <laughs> I, I feel like I want one too. I feel like we should be able to carry arm and, and protect ourselves. But at the same time, they need to make sense of these laws. The stand your ground law to me, I, it doesn't make sense for what we're seeing comes out of it. Omarosa, come on my show, please. Oh, with all that. Up. Omarosa, crazy ass. Well, transition. Omarosa's back in media headlines. So in, in antip- anticipation of her tell all book that's coming out, she revealed uh, that she had a leaked tape conversation with Donald Trump and she went on the air and 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 played the tape it's nothing really crazy going on in the conversation but after that Trump went to Twitter of course and called her a wacky dog <laughs> hey Donald Trump as much as you a fucking asshole you a fucking savage he's yeah. so, he's entertaining <laughs> you they wacky all just a hot dog. mess they all well he mess. did come out and say that that the White House is now suing her because right. she she violated. she violated her um, confidentiality national agreement. security rules. <laughs> What's crazy is she could go to prison. <laughs> I was just about to ask you that. 
Can they release the videos of, of what allegedly they said when she got fired that they had to carry her out the building? Can they just please release that? Because I would love to see. I do it. not want to see Amarosa in prison. The White House has the White House has turned into Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. Has it not? And so what's what I will say is that although Trump is entertaining, can I please, like what she's saying is that he's out of control and that he doesn't really tune into like really important security mm-hmm. matters that affect our country and that he's racist. I mean, she's saying some really inflammatory shit. Now, here's the deal. Do I think that Omarosa is a cloud chaser and do I think she'll do anything to be famous? Yes. I love her, though. I love her, too. But do I think she's lying? No. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's lying either. What do you mean all her ass? She's a fucking minister. You know that. Omarosa is a minister? Yes. It's new to me where I would like to minister her ass sometimes. (laughs) Guys, midterm elections is coming up Make sure you are registered to vote Go out and vote Uh, Candidates are also starting to really let you know That they're interested in running And it's more now than ever And I have some inside information Remember I said LeBron was coming to LA And he came People said, oh, he's not coming to LA I definitely didn't see that I know who's running for president in 2020 I already know too Who? Who we got? Michelle Obama Yep Oh, it's so. No, I'm just playing. I just want to get your hopes up. Yeah. No, that, but that, she would be great if she did. Well, I, I, Michelle, uh, Joe Biden. We, we are. We've been begging Joe. We wanted him to run last year, but his son, his son. Uh, well, two years ago, his son died. Um, but Joe Biden would be a good one. Um, Elizabeth Warren. Who she, I? She won't get it. I wish a, a, it would have. It should have been Elizabeth over Hillary. Yeah, she well, she's she. she, she uh, Elizabeth Warren doesn't have enough. In, like she doesn't have enough spunk visibility and clout mm. that say a Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton's name has been in the houses for years. Obama oh. came out of nowhere, but he had Oprah. He had a lot of yeah. he had a lot. Bernie of, Sanders came out of nowhere, and we're thinking people are thinking he's going to run again. I would love to see Bernie. Oprah, if you don't get your ass up there, and Oprah run. do not need to run. I'm I, Donald Trump it. needs to be the last one. We tried it with Ronald Reagan. He did okay. If Oprah Winfrey Donald ran, need to be the last celebrity. If Oprah Winfrey ran, it'd be a demotion. Because she's the queen of the universe. I'm not voting for no celebrities. Then they criticize her for her school in Africa and her ties to Africa. and you know. Can I mean, we talk about that real quick? Now that you touched on that. What? Oprah got a school. LeBron. Diddy got a school. LeBron got a school. Can we get some of these big buck dudes out here building schools in our communities, please? It gets a way of paying for it. What guys? Uh, pe- more people with money. Oprah, Diddy, and LeBron aren't the only ones with money. Well, but, well everybody but, ain't got that type of money either. And you know what? Listen, what the pastor said at church on Sunday. LeBron only used eight million. When people are saying that, oh, these pastors should get out here and build churches, but you know the pastors are also doing other things like food drives and feeding the mm-hmm. homeless and other things. Everybody should help within their means. Do your right. part. Do what you can do within your means. What you can't do, even though you meant to do it, don't do it. I don't know. Just to everybody, just help. It doesn't cost a thing to love. All right. right, Well, listen, this has been a great show. We hope you enjoyed our hot topics. Please subscribe to our show on YouTube. We are over 100,000 subscribers now. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else that you see the show. And thank you for being a loyal listener. And look, folks, I don't want to threaten you, but I'm going to threaten you. Please don't make me disable the comments. I would never do it. But sometimes I think, do you understand that while you feel so powerful leaving these crazy yeah. personal comments, yeah. that I still hold the power to turn off the comments? Yeah. So, you know, and, <laughs> and I t- block your ass. I'll tell you a quick story. When I was when I had pissed off the Barbies and they were attacking me and all that, I posted a, a throwback Thursday photo of me and Nicki Minaj and I disabled the comments. They wanted to kill themselves. They were so pissed. <laughs> so they st- <laughs> oh, you know, they said uh, Remy Ma blocked. You can't put Nicki Arminaj on. There's a way that you can disable certain words from your comments on Instagram. And if you go to Remy Ma's page on Instagram, you cannot type in Nicki. 
Yo, I would like to say this too in closing. To everybody that watches Hollywood Unlocked and Sinister and supports the movement, what we're doing, we're really, really appreciative. Everybody that's part of G Army, I love you. But to anybody that's been out there saying some crazy shit about me in these comments lately, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>